Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Jules cannot keep his eyes open, and it's the heat, Lord. You know what this heat is turning us into? It's turning us into the Tennessee Williams characters. Mm-hmm. All I can do is sit around and say, "Shaw is hot today," and Shaw is. Shaw is, and I stop making fans out of anything I could find <laughs> nearby underwear, <laughs> mirrors, cocaine, anything. I'm just I'm drinking mint juleps. It's, I mean, I fell asleep at 12.30. I had a burrito for lunch, and then I fell oh asleep. Oh, God. Why would you eat a burrito in this heat? <laughs> you got what you deserved. I guess I did. I guess I did. But I just was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go up. I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to just, like, lay down for a second. <laughs> and then I fell asleep. What? I I just want to, can we back backslide for a second with me? And I do sure. mean slide. Mm-hmm. In this heat, because I saw someone yeah. the other day eating a French onion soup, and I thought, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's 9,000 degrees out. Why would anybody sit down and be like, you know what, we're really, you, we just hit the spot right now, you guys. Molten lava cheese <laughs> on a steaming hot bed of a baguette soaking in a beef broth <laughs> onion soup. So what compelled you today on this, of one of the hottest days of the year to say, you know what? I think I could really go for like a bean, triple beef, <laughs> chorizo sure, burrito. Sure. What What sure. were you thinking? Guys, I know we're just tarring the roof, um, <laughs> but I think, I think, I don't know what anyone, do you guys want ice cream? I think I'm going to have some French onion soup. And then I'm going to go out for a run. Anyone want a hot cup of coffee? <laughs> you guys, you know what? On a day like this, I just want to keep things light. Let's go get a meatball hoagie. <laughs> Something fried with it. Maybe just, you know, throw some onion rings on top of it. Who, who wants to sit at Benihana with me? Anyone? It's so hot. <laughs> I just, what compelled you? It was so, so hot today. I'm sweating just sitting here, and I don't sweat. I'm sweating, and I just went to go get some coffee because it's my first cup of coffee of the day i think it was i had not eaten pretty much all weekend long and um i was like i need to work out i need like food in my stomach i had a protein shake for breakfast and then i had this burrito because it's like you eat like the heaviest thing in the middle of the day then you have to eat something heavy later blah 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 but then i was like i think i'm something's i felt like i was like in a movie but i'm like (laughs) like i think i need to I think I just, I don't know, like, I just couldn't um, function. I'm like, I just need to, I'm going to go upstairs, and I'm talking out loud to nobody because no one is at work other than me. I'm like, I'm going to go lay down. Okay, why don't you go lay down? Like, to myself. You know what I picture in my head what you saw? Do you ever see the movie Unfaithful with a classic Diane Lane and Richard Gere? Oh, yes. Great, great movie. Classic. The weird part is, Really dark movie. I always watch it when it's on. And I don't know if I'm just taking notes for my inevitable divorce from my jewels. 
and and you know murder of the husband but you know when he hits the guy with the snow globe yeah i don't want to spoiler alert for a 1996 movie i know if you don't know it by now it's your own fault but so richard gear hits the guy with a snow globe in the head and then we do like um cheater cam so then you see it from the the view of the guy who just got hit with a snow globe and you just mm-hmm. see like Richard Gere coming in and out of focus. And that's what I picture your vision right before you passed out bit. after eating a burrito. <laughs> it's a little Richard bit like Gere. Will Ferrell in um, old school when he gets shot in the neck with a, a dart. <laughs> yes, yes. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say from Anchorman when he goes, oh, milk was a terrible idea. <laughs> that's you. Sure, <laughs> Um, speaking of movies of that genre, have you ever seen that movie with Michael Douglas and Gwyneth Paltrow? Again, I don't know who's doing casting, <laughs> but they're married in this movie. Ew, what? Who put that classic pairing together? So it's Gwyneth Paltrow and Michael Douglas. They're married. I don't know what the name of it is. Um, and then she's unfaithful. And surprise, he like, he stages um like a break in or something oh behind the candelabra (laughs) (laughs) well Um, you've never seen gwyneth paltrow and matt damon in the same room together i'm just saying whenever you google gwyneth paltrow candle is the first thing that comes up i get it i get it a perfect murder a perfect murder never heard of it that's what it's called so like a perfect murder the game when he was like he plays Sean Penn's like brother or something Love that and movie. like dis- disclosure with Demi Moore like all that same kind of like very moody like only one single light bulb uh-huh. and like a lot of trench coats a lot of like fast walking and like you know a lot of every I can't see even what's what the action is in the movie right no one can afford the light bill and like these very obscure uh, offices that they all work at like Game of Have Thrones ever- finale yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was like, I, I think, I think they won. I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't see, I saw it, but did I see it? I don't think I saw the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have I'm, never I'm, heard of this movie. I have never seen anyway. this movie. The only line that I like is when um, she says to him, that, that's not happiness to see me. Let me tell you, if I walked into my kitchen and I saw Gwyneth Paltrow, you better believe I'd say that line. Because there is not like I, I know I know for all half of our fans out there that like Gwyneth Paltrow, I do not care for Gwyneth Paltrow. I have not cared for her. I don't think. I think she shit the bed, and I don't think she realizes the people that follow her. I or, don't think like, Gwyneth her Paltrow fan base. cares for Gwyneth Paltrow at this point. I don't know. She looks. Exa- she's starting to look exactly like Blythe, I have to say. Which is not a bad and, genetic roadmap, to be honest. No, and Apple's starting to look like Gwyneth. So I don't know what. I don't know if it's like a Russian nesting doll type thing. It is. I opened Blythe Dinner and I took out Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I opened up Gwyneth Paltrow. I took out Apple. I opened up Apple, and then I got arrested. <laughs> and then I got Jennifer Lopez. I don't know what <laughs> happened in this creation. <laughs> Damn you, Russian nesting doll. You took a left turn I didn't see coming. <laughs> Are you drinking again? Well, yes, you had had the rosé last week. I, I did, and I visited my mother, so I've been drinking heavily ever since. <laughs> How was Chicago? Uh, 
Chicago is a city. <laughs> Stop right there. Don't say total, anything else. Total unrest. I don't know. Like, I don't, I guess because we're so focused on um, New York mm-hmm. and like what's happening here and like, you know, trying to piece some sort of life back together. I don't really know what's happening in Chicago. And then my brother like was informing me of it in a very, like, I had to step back and be like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do any, I didn't do it. I like, I didn't do it. I didn't start the looting. I wasn't there because like, so there's a massive looting in Chicago in the city of like, it's like crazy. And then I was watching the news and today I was like, holy shit. Like the entire city is like, there must've been some organized looting or something, but it is like fucking crazy style. Organized looting. How is that any different than black Friday? This is like, I can't even explain. You'd have to like Google it because every store is just smashed and (gasps) looted. But like the Magnificent Mile, which is like all like the expensive store. Like it's like they had to pull up the drawbridges, you know, because there's the Chicago River. Yeah, that's how weird it is. Did you and you went and did you drive? You couldn't even get in there to drive around. Oh, I didn't. I didn't go down there because we're not. You can't drive into the city. Like they don't want you to go into the. It's, what the it's hell is so, going on? I don't know. It's crazy. Did you see pictures? Like I'm going to have to look this up. I, honestly, yeah. Let me tell you what. If you want to ever put your head in the sand with me, it's wonderful in here. I have not <laughs> checked the news or Twitter or or anything don't. in like days. I'm telling you. It's just like I talked about last time when I was like, JFK was shot. It's getting worse now. It's <laughs> like to the point where, where somebody's like, oh, there's a new stimulus package. And I was like, oh, all right. Okay, well, I guess I should open this thing up and find out what it is. Yeah, I just found out. How about that Lindbergh baby, huh? Did what? they ever find him? What's this about John Gotti? Didn't I go to school with him? Hey, they have talking pictures now. <laughs> We're going to go see The Godfather at the drive-in? What? (laughs) Hey, drive-ins are coming back. That could legitimately happen. I think that's fantastic. I love it. Now I just need to... The only thing about the drive-in, you're like, oh my God, let's go see a movie in the... It's sold out. Like, it just went live and it's sold out. Yeah. Because they're like, we only have room for 10 cars and the cars have to be socially distanced. At this point, (laughs) like, let's just stack one on top of another on top of another. Like, every garage in New York City. That's right. It's like my favorite scene in uh, in Greece when they go to the drive-in. Oh, oh, so good. So good. Welcome to Dear Pod, <laughs> the comedy advice podcast. <laughs> I am definitely your host, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, Ooh, oh. and I'm Cameron Mannheim. <gasps> and we're coming to you from both. Downtown Swing and Hell's Kitchen and... Maha Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Would you like that? Well, I'll do it then. Cream of wheat is so good to eat. Yes, we have it every day. It makes us strong. So we sing the song and it makes us shout hooray. It's good for 
for growing babies and grown-ups to to eat for all the family's breakfast. <laughs> you <laughs> can be cream. Thank you. Thank you, Liza. Liza, where, where'd everybody go? And Cream of Wheat's ready. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a good and week. Good night. <laughs> They're getting longer by the week, but that one's worth it because that is the punchy players on Who YouTube. Was that? It's a guy, and he's doing all this stuff under YouTube, and it's like this stop motion, weird cutout animation. I don't know what the term is for it, but he takes classic old school Hollywood starlets like Judy Garland and Audrey Hepburn and Julie Andrews and musical stars like um, there's Ann Miller is one of them and, uh, and <laughs> Ethel Merman. And he does all of the voices and he animates them at the same time. Like he does Audrey Hepburn as a flight attendant and it's just so <laughs> bizarre and funny. And it's so, this one was, Judy Garland like being obsessed with cream of wheat. And so he does Judy and Liza go to the Piggly Wiggly together and they run into Anne Margaret and Ann Miller. And uh, it's so damn funny. He's like, he does, his Ann Miller is like, oh, Judy, Judy, there's, there's a special on sauerkraut, but it smells like garbage. So you got to keep a lid on it. And it's just, I highly endorse Punchy Players. I did not have you ever, it. have you ever watched, um, someone posted something about, Ann Miller, and she was in rehearsal for some show, and it's like in the eighties or nineties, and it's like you know everyone is like in their like leotards and like really eighties or whatever, and then and then she walks in and she's like from a different like she's like full on like like big hair like the, a lot of makeup and like ready to tap her tits off you know like just. <laughs> You're like, girl, get back to the MGM lot. Who let you out? I'm ready. I just want to be that crazy when I'm older. Like that kind that comes in with just a shirt, no pants. Yeah. Maybe maybe an ankle sock because, you know. There's also a certain sure. age that every woman starts doing a show barefoot. And I will never be a woman who's like, I'm just doing a one-woman show. I'm doing it barefoot because you know what? It says I'm casual and I'm disarming. Yeah. And but I'm wearing a ball gown. Isn't that funny? Oh my god, it's it's what's called a juxtaposition. I'm Isn't formal, that cool? Like I'm just, I'm just I'm just gonna go out there with my shoes, and then I'm gonna be like, "Gang, is it okay if I take my shoes off?" Let me tell you this: I just spent four hundred dollars <laughs> to sit in this fucking cramped seat. Put your fucking shoes on, Elaine Stritch. I waited in line for six hours to see you. Put some damn pants on. I don't understand. <laughs> I can see her tampon string. Fucking put some pants like, on. I blame B. Arthur for this. You know, she's the first one who's like, I'm going to wear a pantsuit, but I'm not going to put on shoes. And that's probably just because she couldn't fit in any. Otherwise, it's going to be like those <laughs> snowshoes. <laughs> They're like, sir, we couldn't find any shoes. Excuse me. Uh, I mean, ma'am. I mean, uh, Mrs. Arthur, <laughs> it's Ms. <laughs> Damn it. I recommend Punchy Players. You will fall down a rabbit hole of watching these things. They're so funny. I highly recommend. Oh, okay. Punchy. So let's, let's talk about us for a second. Hi, yes, we are Dear Pod. We are a comedy advice podcast. Every week, my co-host Patty and I, we look back in time to Ann Landers and Dear Abby write in advice columns, and we pick a theme every week, and we talk about it. We rip it apart. 
We, we chat about articles. We most often bring them back to ridiculous pop culture, which is really where we live, don't you think? I agree. You agree? With everything that you're saying. How are you? We take, we give old school advice for new school problems. That's true. That's our tagline. It's a wonderful That's one. True. So uh, if you want to, and God, I know you want to, because now our Patrick is in charge of the social media, follow us on Instagram at DearPodOfficial, your Twitter at DearPodOfficial, your Facebook at DearPodOfficial, our website, DearPodOfficial.com, our email, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com, and of course the Patreon, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. I know you said it by yourselves at home. Everybody! Dearpod official, dearpod official. Jennifer Lopez, official.com. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, no, that's not uh, it. Oh, the Russian nesting doll of dearpod officials. So, yes. <laughs> and this week, I am very excited to talk about this topic because it's all I've been doing for the past two months sweating. Sweat. I'm disgusting King. right now. Just sitting here, I'm disgusting. Like, I've stopped wearing clothes. I was gonna, I was gonna add think? more to that, but I've just stopped wearing clothes entirely. I've stopped wearing oh. clothes that aren't uh, of a wicking fabric. Things that can what? wicking. You know how every every workout clothing right now is called wicking fabric. It what does wicks. that mean? What does that mean? I think it's just an easy way to say it. It absorbs your sweat and it takes it in, and it takes like it a little sports sack. Ew, the sports sack. That's so 80s. Like an Ocean Pacific, I don't know, windbreaker. Le <laughs> sports sack. Would you get that at Benetton? Didn't, um, what's her name? Oh, God, what is her fucking name? Gwen Stefani. Didn't she, like, try to reinvent Le sports sack? Oh, yeah. Gwen, stop trying to make Le sports sack happen. It has sack She's in the name. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my lamb in a uh, sports sack. Cool. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl who is wearing a sack. Okay, cut. No, we have to we have to do something different. I can't sing sack, you guys. I need to find a way to make it better. Le sports sack. Sack. But it's it was made out of like that like nylony. Mm-hmm. Like basically, like the zipper was the heaviest thing. But it was the loudest material ever. Like you could never rob a bank, murder somebody. (laughs) Maybe that's the dead giveaway. It Uh, was him with the La Sports sack. (laughs) Me? Shook, shook, shook. I didn't do it. (laughs) It's like it's like the like the senior gang at the mall doing like their their (laughs) fiftieth walk around the Nordstrom. (laughs) Hey you, you, hands up. Who me? I recognized him by his sound officer. I could hear him coming from a mile away. He was wearing a Le Sports Sack outfit. <laughs> terrible, like, material. Good God. Yes. So Le Sports Sack did not have any wicking fabric, clearly. That was just like, that was just a potato sack that you put on your body and you sweat inside it. It trapped the sweat. But everything mm. I'm wearing ha- is absorbing all my disgusting wicking. sweat because it has been... 9,000 degrees with a very high dew point. And, uh, yeah, I will not be seeing straight hair again until December. Mm. It's gross out. Are you a sweater? Are you big into sweating? 
I'm really big into splatting. Like, if I like you work splat. out, do you sweat? Well, I've seen you sweat because when we went to the golf yeah. course and I turned around. That and- wasn't sweating. That <laughs> no. was swimming. That was that was the most next level. You are always so put together and neat as a pin and your hair is always perfect. And, the, like, I turned around and it looked like somebody had dumped a bucket of, like, it was like the end of the big game and somebody was like, pour the Gatorade on him. You were uh, soaked. I looked like a beet with teeth dipped in a bucket of water. That's what I look like. <laughs> Every time I like bent down to put a ball down because we were golfing, I came back up and my face had changed 50 different shades of red. And I was just, and I, had, I hadn't gotten my hair cut. And I was just like, Every time I came back up, it was like... It was like, wh- like Blue Lagoon, though. You were whipping your hair back, and there was there was water coming off of it. It was a Brooke Shields moment. You oh were having God. like a 007 coming out of the, the ocean. Right. But except for that, I looked more of like a baby being birthed. Yeah, there like was a lot of... unpleasant. <laughs> you were placental, if that mm-hmm. can be a word. I yeah. like to believe that I glisten. But apparently I don't because I worked out hard the other day. And then my jewels came in the same room where I worked out and made a comment about me smelling like a barnyard animal. Uh, Oh, I don't disagree with him. I was disgusting. So not only do you sweat, but you stink. Yeah, I think I can thank my father for this wonderful quality. I'm just like I just feel gross even as I'm sitting here talking about it. Like I feel like I have to take two showers a day right now because it's so nasty. Well, I mean, you should because it is, it's fucking disgusting. And we went to a restaurant and ate outside in the Bronx in the middle of the street with an umbrella over us, which seems like a good idea in theory. And then around 25 minutes in, I started to slide off my chair. Why? Already flag on the plane. You went to eat outside in the Bronx. You ate a burrito in 95 degree weather. Don't you throw your judgment at me. It was at work. It was inside. You went to the Bronx to eat. That's like, I'm going to go to Joliet, Illinois to go have a sandwich. Look, we don't have Arthur Avenue in New Jersey. The closest thing we have is the TGI Fridays and Olive Garden combination up the street. Uh Uh-huh. You so what brought you to the Bronx? I like that what you're happened? Do- no, don't come back. Hey, Jennifer you're Lopez, defensive what were you doing in the Bronx? You can't defend having a burrito in 95 degree weather just because you were indoors. This was a choice yes, you I made can. with your eyes open. What brought us to the Bronx? Well, my Jules's mother was in town and she is Italian and obsessed with going to Arthur Avenue where she likes to buy an assortment of meats and cheeses and talk to people in Italian. And I oh. like to go there and and stand outside and watch them all speak so loudly and fast. And it's so, it's such an audible, overwhelming experience. There was literally a guy there selling coffee who was like a stereotype. He was like a cartoon. It was a Looney Tunes version of an Italian guy. He was like, hey, and he just what's your mama got and say hey but he all we wanted to do was buy coffee and he kept taking calls we had one simple thing just can i get a bag of coffee yeah yeah no oh 
hold on, I have to take this. And he was on a burner phone, which flag on the play there, too. Sure. He'll take the call and be like, hey, uh, okay, you want the you want the coffee? All right, okay, I get it. Oh, hold on for a moment. This is this is my nephew. He's calling from Caesar. And then you could come back to you and say, Okay, so like I said. Do you have an Italian dark roast? Yeah, you like, uh, you can smell. Uh, I get, oh, hold on. This is my, my <laughs> sister. She called uh, from Napolina. Napolina, what are you going to do? This went on, I'm not kidding you, for 15 minutes. I would have just laughed at that point. At this point, I wanted to see how the story was going to end, though. <clears throat> well, you didn't understand it. So what are you talking about? That's exactly you sound it. like... It was like, it's like watching a telenovela. I don't have to know all the words to know. It's going to be entertaining nonetheless. It's like, um, like a puppet show, you know? <laughs> it's very fun. It was very entertaining. And where the hell, what the hell else am I going to do? It's a pandemic. That's true. I'm buying coffee it, on the hottest day of the year. And From Mario go, and Luigi. From Mario and Luigi. And then I'm going to go and run into Mario Batali in his Crocs somewhere out. In the middle oh, of God. Arthur Avenue in the hot, hot, blazing sun. And I just, I was sweating so much. And I don't wear shorts because I hate my legs, but you don't have a choice. Like, you don't. I, at this point, I'm ready to wear pasties and a thong. Do it. Do it. What, do you, what, what, what have you got to lose? My dignity. I think we've already... Oh, I lost that years ago, my friend. Years ago. So yes, this week we're gonna we're gonna talk about some sweat. Let's keep it Shwetting. sweaty, Betty. Uh, Want to kick us off? Did you find articles? I found them very easily. Yeah, Italy or easily. <laughs> 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 And then, and then my mother-in-law at the end of this lunch drank a hot espresso in the middle of the street with the sun blazing down. She got an espresso with insult to injury, sambuca in it. The smell of black licorice and heat is like it's so. Do you like black or licorice? Yeah, I do. And I do like Sambuca. What the fuck? Why are you an old woman? Do you like rum raisin? I don't know what that is. Ice cream. Do you like old no. people ice cream flavors like that too? I, I like butter pecan. Yes, you, you do. You okay. <laughs> You're an old person eater. There's certain flavors yeah, that I you am. like. Sometimes I put a chicken in a blender and I just drink it. Yeah. I oh, guess I'm an well, old that's person. protein. That's different. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's do this shiz. Here's what I got from the Circleville Herald, Circleville, Ohio, October 2nd, 1968. Dear Abby, I am 15 years old, and my problem is that I come from a long line of profuse perspirers. In other words, we are champion sweaters. My mother walks around the house all summer with a bath towel around her neck because she sweats so much. Mm. My married sister says when she goes anywhere to play Canasta, the hostess says, let's use the old cards. Ruthie 
gets them all wet anyway. <laughs> my kid, my kid brother says he hates to hold a girl's hand in a movie because his hand is always so wet and calmy, clammy. And I take the prize. I have to put my hair up every night because my head sweats and the curls won't hold. Is there a cure for this or are we all hopeless? Signed, Marsha. Dear Marsha. <laughs> Dear Marsha, perspiration apparently runs in your family. Sweat glands become overactive when the emotions are revved up. Talk to your doctor. He may be able to give you something to control it. If he can't, forget it. It may be something you'll just have to sweat out. Have a go fuck yourself. Because yeah, it's a condition and it's a problem. It's a problem. Oh, a whole family of sweaters. Oh. Do you ever like shake someone's hand and you like pull it away and you're like, I, I think I just put go. my hand in a bucket of water. Yes, and I have to go take a shower now and sanitize. Yeah. And you yeah. know, the best thing to come out of this pandemic, hand shaking is going away. True. I never but wanted I don't, to do it. I don't like, I mean, I don't mind handshaking. I, I don't like how it evolved into the handshake, to the pull in, to the chest grab, to then the back pump. And then, like, the grab your ankles, pull your pants down, <laughs> dick in your butt, things like that. Like, like, and then you become a pledge is, and all that stuff. Next, next thing you know, it's like, I can take two. And then they're like, what are you talking about? What about that rubber fist? <laughs> then you're like, I just wanted to shake hands. Next thing I know, I've got four staples in my rectum. Anyway. <laughs> you know that old story. Starring Michael <laughs> the Douglas gateway. and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Wow. And your sister mine with Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> I have a real problem with a clammy hand. I do. That's uh, it's such an unfortunate thing. I mean, I do sweat, but I sweat appropriately. If I'm working out, mm -hmm. if I'm eating in an Italian restaurant where I'm not supposed to be eating outside. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Yeah, you know, like those moments. Uh, but oh, a whole family of sweaters. It really Did is. your mom sweat? I don't think I don't think that she exerts enough energy doing anything to create the sweat, unless sure. it's like meat sweats. Your dad's a sweater. Like I know it. this because I watched him uh, wallpaper your <laughs> yes, house. Yes, and it took he's nothing. He's a sweater. He is a. He's not just a sweater. He's a bucket sweater, and it's yeah, bad. It smells like an onion bagel. Oh, God, that's the worst. If it comes through your pores, like whatever you've eaten, there's nothing worse than like gin sweats the day after. If you've ever gone on a real bender for a night and you wake up the next day and you're like, you work out and, and you just smell it all coming out of your skin. Yeah. Oh, this, oh, a scented oh. sweat. Like sweat is one thing, but like sweat with a side of alcohol or garlic or whatever. Liver, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you ate, you know, no judgment. But that's... For sure. Ugh, it's just unfortunate. Yes. So I come from half a line of sweaters. Uh, uh, my mother's side, not so much. My father, it's a problem. Andy's a rosation, too. Like, I've gotten all the worst parts of my family's genes. <laughs> I look at my father and I see a road map and I want to... Um, <clears throat> Build another highway. Of yeah, I, <laughs> I want to get um, a different Map Blast app, you know? Sure. Why can't sure. I think of the Waze? It's like the worst uh -huh. Waze ride ever. 
Yeah. I think I think your brain is getting a little fried. I know heat. it's it's because of the heat. <laughs> My God. Uh, we have we're obviously going to have very similar articles today. But speaking of the palms thing. I want I want to go into my article because we should talk about this disgusting, unfortunate, and I feel bad for people who have this as a condition because you didn't ask for this. You can't control it, and, no. and you know when you're doing it. I mean, you have to. It's like halitosis. Would somebody tell me if I was like a moist shaker? Which I, I would think tell is you if religion. your breath was bad. Would you? Yeah. Is this your I, promise? I would want someone to tell me. Marcus told me when I had a, <clears throat> for like about a month, he's like, your breath smells like someone, like a baby shit in it. Oh and God. then, and then sewed it shut and then you opened up and then you burped out that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> Is it, can you smell that? I'm like, no, I can't smell it. He's like, you can smell it from across the room. I'm like, what? So then I was like, I was like, you know, tonguing a, a bleach bottle and then like <laughs> yeah. scraping my teeth. And I'm like, I can't be that guy. I can't be that guy with the bad breath that no one tells. I'm like, I would tell someone. I'd it's be like, horrifying. do you want a mint? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so hyper aware when it comes to breath stuff too, because I get um, tonsil stones which can create bad breath from time. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Is that like the is that like the jazzling your your tonsil? I wish it were that gorgeous. Mm. No, it's that mm. when you okay, we're gonna have honesty time. You ready? So when you yeah. eat stuff and you swallow stuff, uh-huh. sometimes particles of stuff gets left behind. And if you have one cavernous, disgusting tonsil like I do, it uh-huh. acts like um the Bank of America, where it holds on to it for too long, and then it overflows and and uh, backfires, and then suddenly you're in in uh, in bankruptcy or court or something. I don't know. This this sure. anomaly is going nowhere. Uh, anomaly is <laughs> not the right word. This is what's happening to. I'm literally like, all my synapses are firing. So I have a cavernous right tonsil. And every now and then, it fills up. And you have to go to the ENT. And she gets back there with like All a right. device. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. So I'm, was that yeah, what was causing yeah. it? Do you know? Did you ever get to the base of your disgusting, disgusting breath? It was my tongue. What? My tongue. You weren't like brushing your tongue. <clears throat> I, would, I don't normally brush my tongue. Did you? Did you go to somebody for this? How did you get to the root cause? I just bought a tongue scraper and I started scraping my tongue every day. Oh, God. I never hear, need to hear the words tongue scraper ever again. Yeah, and it's like I scraped it and like a boot, a license plate, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an anchor. just came right out into the sink. Richard Dreyfus, all of them. That's right. Like, what are you thought? doing here? My God. It's oh, weird. But like, why is there a book stuck on my tongue? Well, like, I know by touching my own hands. The thing is, with the breath thing, you can't always be aware of it. With the hands thing, you have to be aware that, like, you look down and there's mostness, you know? Do you think people, do you think that's a thing no matter what? They're always just damp. Like, there's always like, a, like that sponge on your sink. No matter how many times you've wrung it out, mm-hmm. it's still wet. I think, yeah. Do you think? Yes, there are people that I have come across in my life who have a natural moisture to them. 
And there was one guy I knew who always had a bit of a dampness about him, but also always kind of smelled like a lamb gyro. What? Yeah, it was, I don't know. I don't know what the condition was, but there was like, there was like a spiciness about it. Mm. Tang. Mm. So Mm. I think some people are just, you know. Like a Bloody Mary. (laughs) <laughs> you mean appropriate for brunch? Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's just a, there's conditions. It's like any other skin condition. Like I have rosacea, but I keep it at bay under several layers of creams. Sure. And lasers. Sure. So, yeah, I just think that there are people who are naturally dialed up. Gross. <laughs> they're, they're just naturally nat- gross. I, I didn't want to be the one to say it, but you said it first. So I'm going to uh, let you take the hit on that. All right. All right. While you do that, then I'm going to read an article from the Miami Herald uh, from September 22nd, 1981. The title, Non-Shakers Join Hands to Complain. Oh, crap. Nope. That's okay. A different, okay, no, that doesn't match with the... <laughs> it's just the title of the thing. I, I enjoyed it. It's all about shaking. All right, here we go. I'm assuming this is a guy, so I'm just going to give it a guy voice. Dear Ann, no judgment. Dear Ann, I have hyperhidrosis, excessive sweating of the palms. For no reason whatsoever, my hands become wet. The perspiration drips. No one wants to shake a hand like mine, so I ignore the custom and people can think whatever they please. Laramie, Wyoming. Ann says, Join hands! Er, ah, I mean stand beside the woman from Canton. Ann! I guess some other woman from Canton wrote, wrote, oh, wait, here. Now, I'm just putting it together. I just was like, oh, it's about handshaking and sweating. The Canton lady said, dear Anne, I deeply resent you saying about handshaking that a person who would ignore an extended hand is a hopeless clod. Well, I do not shake hands with anyone, and I am a well-educated, sensitive woman. The problem? I have ichthyosis. A skin disorder that made my hands extremely rough. Sometimes they get as scaly as a fish. I tried to be gracious until a man, in a receiving line in church, no less, shouted, Your hands are like sandpaper, woman! Why don't you use a good motion? Since that day, I do not shake hands with anyone. Signed, Canton, Ohio. So two very... What? What kind of asshole says that? Like, that'd be like, your breath smells like someone just shit down your neck and you burped a turd. I tell you, some guy over 80 in church, definitely. Because I but think in a certain, church. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what better place than the, the land of the Lord where you're instantly, I bet you he said it and walked right into a confessional. Probably. But, your skin looks terrible. It looks like someone put, took a, a nail gun to your face. My theory is something happens above the age of 80 that is similar to the past that you get when you're between the ages of one and eight, where they're like, you know, when kids say honest things to you (laughs) and it makes you want to walk into traffic. That's the same thing. When you turn 80, you've suddenly been like, I've been on this earth long enough. I'm going to tell the truth to people and I don't need to be appropriate. I've never, I don't think I would take a scaly palm over a wet palm any day. Any day. Like to slip when somebody shakes your hand and you just go, Ugh, and then you, like, can you imagine doorknobs and the trail you leave behind? You It's like Aquaman, you know? Yeah. 
it's just like that feeling when you pull, like if someone has like a scaly hand, I'm like, oh, wow, like they, they work. And a wet hand, I pull it back and I'm always like, I'm always like, uh, what, what happened? Like somebody, I felt like, I feel like personally offended by a damp hand. Yeah. It's like the slime from, you can't do that on television. Yeah. Like, how dare you? How dare you? Why extend, put on a fucking glove, you piece of shit. I would honestly make gloves a thing, which I do think is going to come back for the record. I think like a fashionable cloth or leather glove one of those little like racing gloves that doesn't even go all the way down to your wrist like stops right mid palm mm. maybe this is what's happening now drive-ins are coming back in gloves. gloves well if if classiness comes back in then this is definitely the end days well i mean i highly doubt that but you know, for the apocalypse, there's it, this is a, a very if this is the end for us, it's a lot more Netflix than I thought there would be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Have we talked about that before? I feel like that suddenly came back that I was like, wow, you know, I've seen every post-apocalyptic movie there is. Apocalyptic. Say that five times fast. And not one of them. It's loaded with zombies. It's loaded with Will Smith. It's loaded with, you know. Cities in disarray. Yeah, we got that part. But, you know, everybody seems to be pretty relaxed if this is the apocalypse. Like Chipotle's still open. <laughs> That's not... I mean, uh, clearly Dunkin' Donuts is. <laughs> this apocalypse is a nightmare. I'll take a large fry <laughs> and two chicken nuggets. How are we going to get through? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys want to go to Target? All right, hit me with another. Here we go. Here we go. This is from the Fort Worth Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, November 29th, 1966. Dear Abby, when Atworthy and I went together, I kept wanting to tell him I thought he should either bathe more or use a deodorant but I didn't want to hurt his feelings. We've been married a year. He still has the same problem, and I still don't know how to tell him. Now that winter is here, I can't help, I can't keep all the windows open. Once when a, when a men's deodorant ad was being advertised on TV, I laughingly said, Atworthy, you should try that. His back went up, and he said, What for? I sit at a desk all day, and I don't perspire. Besides, I bathe every week. I tried to tell him it wouldn't hurt to use it just just once, just to be sure. But he blew up, so I changed the subject. How can I tell him, Abby? It's getting worse. Signed, Atworthy's wife. Dear wife, like this. I love you, darling, but you are getting a little ripe for me. (laughs) Everybody perspires, including you, and the odor of perspiration is offensive. Try this, men's deodorant. Have some in your hand when you make it your speech. When you make your speech, use it for me, if not for yourself. And if he blows up, tell him to cool off in the bathtub. It's like in, it's like the Truman Show, like when Laura Linney picks up Jim Carrey and like does like that whole commercial <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, are you doing a commercial for cereal right now? What are you? Right. Like, but you should really try this almond milk. It's partial <laughs> coconut, you know. It's really good for you. It's only two ninety nine at the store. 
God bless you. Would you like a Kleenex? It's now extra softened with a little bit of lotion on sale now for one ninety nine. What? I don't. What? Huh? I don't. I'm going to start doing What did you that. just say? For the rest of my days, I'm going to start. <laughs> Can we first address Atworthy? Atworthy. His name is I mean, Atworthy. And she includes it. How many are there? She includes it in the newspaper. <laughs> That's my thought. It's like, not like my husband will call him Bill. My husband, let's call him Atworthy. Everyone called Atworthy after this thing dropped. Hey, you sweating? You sweating, Atworthy? Wait, so he's not wearing deodorant at all? And he only bathes once a week. I can't. If you picked up on that. Why would you ever marry somebody who stank like that? That's disgusting. I can't with the hygiene. At this point, I would spray him with, with a fire hose. I would take him outside and give him a silkwood shower. Besides, I bathe every week. He doesn't say, I bathe every day. I bathe every week. <laughs> My God. This is, you know who I this don't... is? This is Tom's of Maine. I bet you Atworthy changed his name to Tom. <laughs> he moved to Maine and he's like, that's it. I'm going to make a rock salt deodorant that, yeah, sure, maybe I'll live long, but I'm not going to have any friends. I don't trust people that bathe. I'm sorry. I don't understand it. Wait, what? Huh? I don't trust people that bathe. You mean like take a bath? Yes, because if he took a shower, he would say, I took a shower. I, right? I feel like so, I bathe, so bathe just, meaning that meaning take a shower. But I guess in this day I don't, and age, because that's, that's a shower. And a bath is when you get into like a giant round metal tub that's exactly and, like, what those commer- <laughs> just like a little stick <laughs> your back. and then you use that you flip it over and then you turn it into an instrument by sticking a big you know pole in it and uh yeah like yeah yeah you start a wash tub band yep <laughs> that is when you whenever anybody says bath that's the first picture i get in my head is like a guy who's in like a marx brothers film and, and it's a big metal tin and he's just yep. sitting in his own stew i am not a bath person i agree with you yeah i don't anytime i watch a house hunters and the girl walks in she's like hmm but there's no bathtub in here or she'll walk in she's like that's a small bathtub and the bathtub is like the size of like like an olympic swimming pool and you're like why, why? is this thing so big how long does how long do you have to fucking run the water to fill that thing up? And then when you're done with that, you have to jump in the shower anyway because you're covered in your own dead skin. It's gross. I agree. And every time I keep doing it, yes, because I keep doing it because my instincts, I like to ignore them. I I always sit there and I'm like, I'm just sitting in my own stew. Like it's one thing yeah. if you had a jacuzzi hot tub, maybe like a jacuzzi tub, something with that's got, you know, Something that can feed air and bubbles into it, aside from it's like your own. Sitting in your own yeah, it's like sitting in your own toilet after you shit, man. Oh God, why? Why? <laughs> That's what it's like. Because listen, you you run the water, you filled it up, you're taking your clothes off. You didn't probably do a pre-wash like you're supposed to do when you go into a public pool. You're just now sitting down, so you've got your ball sweat, you've got whatever fuzz from your underwear, or whatever. <laughs> now it's just floating all around you. And if you had a burrito for lunch and you didn't fully clear out, now all of a sudden that corn and rice, it just didn't really make it. It's now coming out. 
<laughs> swimming around. Yeah. You know, this will not be done in post-pandemic era. But when I was in California, I was with some friends of mine, and they were like, let's take a trip up to, to Napa for the day. And there was like this famous spa. And I always get weird going to a spa with friends because I know there's like nudity at some point involved and everybody else was a dancer and so comfortable with themselves. And I, of course, was shaped like a question mark in the corner trying to cover bits and pieces. But they, the big specialty of this place was mud baths and not where you're going to sit on a, in a, you're going to go in a private room and we're going to cover you with mud and then we're just going to leave you there to bake for a little while. No, no, no. It, it's your own mud. Is that it? I, it's other people's mud that has been developing. So you go into a room and there's. Aaron, like can you just shit in this bucket for us, please? Well, you know, let me get Patty's burrito. <laughs> Patty's midday ninety-five degree burrito. <laughs> when you walk into this place, there's like four different like bathtubs, and they're built up out of the ground, and they're each loaded with mud. Now, I didn't. I had gone with friends to this. I, I have a problem saying no to things. And then I looked at that and I was like, this is a terrible idea. How many asses have been in this mud just today? It's not like mm-hmm. they're changing the mud between muddings. And right. so I, and you, but you're naked and you're walking around and these women are like yelling at you who work there. These like intense Russian women who were like, you're getting mud now. And then. You walk up like a couple steps and they were like, uh, turn around. You go in, you sit down. So like you get up and then you sit down in the the mud bath. So like the hot mud hits your ass first. And then you have to like flip around and you sort of float on top of it for a minute until the mud starts to like pull you into the bathtub. Uh, but I was so- up to my chin in other people's taint mud. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I don't want that. Like what? So if I went in there, like I can't really get into like a hot bath. You kind of get to your knees, and once it gets to your balls, you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) There are certain areas that are just yeah. Direct heat is not good. Your bits and pieces should not be on. And this is a heated, hot, hot mud. And and my vajutsa looked like a Dali painting when I walked out of there. Mm. Just clocks draped over stones in the hot desert sun. And, and yeah. the things that I do for beauty. I didn't feel I more gorgeous when I left there. I don't like that. I also don't like hot stones. I don't believe that it actually does anything other than burn my skin. Yeah, I think, I think that's it's, bells and whistles. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think that's a, a real thing. It's like beating me with like a reed or something or like a giant like palm. It's like, is this are you mad? Like that I think that's what this is more for you than it is for me. The Thai massage when they step on you? When they just walk on you? I'm like Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Have you ever had it when they like they kinda like walk up towards like your head and you're like, There's they can't possibly go further. Oh. And then they're like on your cheek. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. And now somebody's bare feet are on my yeah, ass like, and my back. Yeah. I'm like, am I supposed to chew on your toenails? Why is Ow! it so close to my mouth? Oh, God. Am I supposed to taste blood? <laughs> Those things are really aggressive. As yeah, far as think, massages uh, hey, go. Hey, uh, maybe not so much. And I think you've got a corn or a bunion <laughs> or something. But if you can just go to my lower back, thanks. 
It's that old guy in church. You're scaly. You should moisturize. (laughs) Your toenails look like freedom. (laughs) Peace be with you. (laughs) Ew. Hey. Hey, Howard Hughes in a flip-flop. Would you mind cutting them? What are you, sponsored by Lay's? This is disgusting. <laughs> cool Ranch. If you you need paint me... them or they always look like b- banana curls? Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go to my pew. Banana curls. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Oh, God. Okay, I have one more article. Let's get this shit out of the way. Yes. We've really deep-dived on a lot of just deep-dove. Deep divin. Deep, deep, There's been a lot we of deep, deep diving. There's a lot of deep dicking today. <laughs> and now we have the Crowley Post signal from Crowley, Louisiana. This is a newspaper we've never heard of before. This is no. November. I know, very fancy. November 16th, 1978. Really simple title here. Sweat Allergy by Ann Landers. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, please don't think I'm some kind of nut. Too late. I'm writing because there may be others out there who have the same problem and don't know it. Subject, allergic to male perspiration. Yes, I broke an engagement to a fine man because I developed a terrible skin rash from his sweat. He didn't sweat profusely, just a small amount, but it was enough to make me break out all over. As you've probably guessed, the rash appeared within minutes after we had sex. (sighs) All this happened three years ago. No, I'm not married and I don't want to be. Prayer has filled the void in my life that I used to think had to be filled by a lover or a husband. I am signing myself happier with the Lord. Dear happier. Yeah, get ready. Dear happier, I doubt you were allergic to your fiancé's perspiration. More to the point, you felt guilty about having sex with him, and this is what produced the rash. It's a good thing your body gave you the message. The marriage could have been a disaster. Thanks for writing. Hey, Landis. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, sweating. Wow. Oh, you you got a, I got you got a rash from. I don't think it's the. I don't think you got a rash from the perspiration. I think you probably got a rash from the man that you slept with before you slept with your boyfriend. Uh-huh. That's what happened. I think. If, if you're like, ah, it's a rash, but there's some white bumps and uh, it's, mm. ooh, there's oozing. There's a. Uh, I know. went, to, uh, before I had sex with my current boyfriend, I went to Cancun with some of my sorority sisters and I may have gotten a little frisky. I don't remember the entire weekend, but and when I came to on the plane, I joined the Lord. I did see God after about nine inches. I mean, about <laughs> nine feet. I mean, about. And to that I say, amen. And I say, top that. I slept with the guy who in uh, in church who said I had scaly hands. <laughs> Let's try these puppies out. Meet me in the confessional. If you think my my hands are scaly, you should try out my vagina. <laughs> it has teeth. It's like a cheese grater in there. Good luck. <laughs> Happy boating, Anne. Oh, good God, girl. Good God, girl. I have a tattoo above my vagina that says rough trade. Do not enter. <laughs> I don't know why. I love the term rough trade so much. <laughs> like, you know exactly. You get such a good picture in your head. She's rough trade. That's how I've been feeling lately. This pandemic has made me look like rough trade. 
but I'm getting my yeah. hair did tomorrow. I got to get things waxed. Oh, that's that reminds me. My shut-in shout-out this week is to Netflix, my post-apocalyptic uh, viewing of choice right now is is it's called skin let me see what's it called skin recovery or something hold on i want to get the right what skin it's a terrible title for a good show it's called skin decision and it's on netflix uh, wait is this with the 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 two the two doctors one's a surgeon and one is just deals with your skin yeah, there's like a Medispa nurse, which I have a problem with nurses being or doctors being called their first name. Be like, I'm Nurse Jamie. I'm Dr. Ron. Right. No, I want a foreign name and I want it to be a last name. But she loves her diet soda. That's her only vice. What's your biggest vice? Um, I have half a can of Diet Coke twice a, a month. And that's um, <laughs> what a shame. What a vice to have. I say as I take another hit off my crack pipe. <laughs> That's a terrible habit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know what? You should really break that Diet Coke thing as I wrap a belt around my upper arm and tighten it with my teeth. As I'm sitting on a traffic cone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible habit. You jump That's... out your second story window and land on a picket fence. That's a terrible habit, that diet soda. Diet Coke, that's just gross as I bend <laughs> over and spread my cheeks and and drop my ass into a, a vat of hot, hot mud. That's disgusting. Yes. Um, oh, speaking of sweaty and disgusting, you know what it's time for? It's time. <gasps> It's time-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-de-
She was cute when she was little. When she got to be a teenager, she wasn't so cute. Father knows and then, best. You know, what? <laughs> Patty. Then the, the series ended. This is this is the problem. Titles like that, which gives every dickhead dad, like, dad always knows everything. <laughs> we uh, are living proof that he doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> he, walks, he walks outside, waters the lawn with, you know. Could you imagine if urine. they pitched that? show and that title right now i'd be like get the hell out of here what wait oh wait did you say father knows breast oh okay i'd like to green light that yes here's 10 million dollars touches breast breast. now on netflix now that i can get this is going this is going awry you think you think well that's interesting that you say it's nine thousand degrees where you are because this week the topic is sweating Sweating? Yes. Oh my yes. god. Oh, you mean perspiring? Do you sweat? Doing? No, I never do. I I never sweat. I That's because disgusting. I don't think What did you just say? She's doing. Doing? Doing. D e w i n g. I don't That's sweat. I glisten. Oh, oh, you think you're a doer? I'm glistening. <laughs> I'm glistening. Yeah, you're glistening. Oh, I like that one better. Yeah. Wait, you do you not I said, I don't think that you do anything that causes you to break a sweat. Oh, I see. Okay, well, we're going there, are we, huh? Oh, uh, the gloves oh, are coming yeah. off. Your father would agree with you, yes. And the neighbors oh. would agree with you because I never go out of the house. He's outside, he's doing the lawn, and he is sweating like you have never seen sweat before in your life. His eyes turn red because it comes off his forehead directly into his eyes, and he's a mess. And everything he's wearing is soaked right through. He drinks a ton of water, and he has, I guess he has to kind of like replace what he's sweating because he sweats profusely. And so, like, uh, there have been comments from the neighbors Oh, where's Ellen today? And I'm still in the house. And he says, She's probably napping. And I said, He's given the neighbors a very bad impression of what I do. Bad them. or accurate? Yeah, I don't think he's giving, all he's doing is giving facts. What you're giving out is this terrible impression of your own self. Get off the line. <laughs> Bad vibes. Bad neighbor vibes. Yeah, they all they all know I'm in the house because I never show, I never show my face outside. But I look outside once in a while and he's got like three ladies in the neighborhood. I'll talk oh. to him when he's mowing. And that poor uh, sweaty husband. Father knows <laughs> sweat. The ladies around here love him. To drink, <laughs> He's been invited to things, but she's inside like Sigourney Weaver in the movie Copycat. She refuses yeah. to leave. I will not leave. I don't like. I will to not be go out if it's hotter. Hotter than it is inside. I'm not doing it, man. No way, oh. man. Because you can't break a sweat. Have you ever really sweat? I don't think I've ever seen you sweat. Well, it, you know, I don't know if there's something wrong with me, but I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I like it might be like you said. I don't really exert myself that much. Do um, twenty jumping jacks and then ten push-ups right now. Go ahead. We'll wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's gonna take at least an hour. So. If she did twenty jumping jacks, she would. You would hear a dull thud. Patty's doing them right now. You can't see. Well, he was up to four. He went up to four. But Aaron, you sweat. Yes, I do. I got my father's glands. I can thank him for that. Yeah. I think you also uh, got his feet. Stop um, that. This is this is wow. not a place to discuss 
<laughs> what's happening on my body from the ankle down. And yes, yes. so what if I have the ability to grip a tree branch with my foot? <laughs> so does, what? That may does, come in handy someday. Does Aaron know. have toenails like Howard Hughes, <laughs> Mom? <laughs> I'm sponsored by the Frito-Lay Company. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get onto the sweating topic? Uh, because it's it to... outside, woman. Everyone's fucking sweating. <laughs> I opened up a Ziploc bag. I got sewing all over be, the place. God, it's gonna be 97 down where you are. I oh just doomed my myself when you said that. <laughs> it's gross. I'm so damp everywhere. Oh, the, yeah, damp. That's like well, the best way to describe it. You walk outside, you're instantly damp. Well, I'm dry, so there. But I want to yeah. thank you for this illuminating uh, discussion about sweat, moisture, yeah, and, and I, your I, dewiness. I don't, I, don't, uh, I, I don't know. I forgot, I, can't, I forgot about the weather. If you want, I can whip up something for you. No, we're uh, good. Oh, good. I forgot awesome. about the weather. It's disgusting. Look outside. Uh, I mean, that's how this whole thing started for me to do. Your father's do the weather. Wet and disgusting and a pig, and he's <laughs> yeah, the outside. But in the yeah. meantime, walk outside. Get some vitamin D, damn it. Yes, yes. Bring your I'm husband crying. a bucket of water, for Christ's sake. Or just Sweating drop it from off. the deck right on top of him. Like yeah, Edward, it's like Edward Scissorhands on your front yard. All the housewives are coming out to take your man. Yes, yes. I know. I'm telling them, hey, okay, knock yourself out. You know? They're lining up for him to tread in their bushes, if you know what I mean. Ew, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God, I need a therapist. Oh, Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, <laughs> this has been the Moth Report. All right, we'll see you later. I got to go call okay, my therapist. Guys. Have a good night. Take care. Bye-bye, right. bye, Patty. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, Jim. Bye, Erin. Bye, oh, good God. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that was a wonderful moth report. She's going to take a break from the weather next week because we have a very special guest that will be joining us next week. So you will not hear the moth report then, but you can join the moth report uh, the following week. I don't want to give too much away, but we have a very special guest coming up next week that you're going to want to hear from. Very entertaining. If you love Wilford Brimley, you'll love his ghost. Oh, too soon? Oh, never. Well, I think it's time for us to take our shot at answering a question about disgusting sweat. What do you say, Patty? I say let's do it. Then let's Jesus do Christ, it. Jesus Christ, Jesus Gabby. Then take your pants Jesus off Christ. and it's slide time. your ass into the mud because it's time it's for time for listener mail. It's <laughs> listener mail, Gabby. You <laughs> have to just listen listener mail. Listener mail. Gabby, you don't work at all. So you just get on Instagram and write to your friends and your fans, damn it. And you can find us on Instagram under Gabby Butler. <laughs> Gabby Butler's mom at Dear Pot Official. We're, we're big fans of Gabby Butler's mother and her lateral lisp, in case you haven't yeah. figured that out. So yeah. uh, you can email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, but find us on the Instagrams because we put some stories up there and you can you can send us one of those, slide into our DMs, just slide into our muddy DMs. Slide it right in, just, just spit and then slide it right in. And we have a sweat-related question this week, so why don't you yes, uh, tell, tell the good people Certainly. Here it is. 
Jesus Christ, dear pod. Jesus, dear pod. Dear pod, I have a hyperactive. I have hyperactive sweat glands. Most days, I will sweat through my shirt. It's embarrassing. Are there any cures for this? Signed, soaking wet. Ew. Let's get soaking wet. Uh, 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 uh. Um. Here's what Abby has to say. Dear soaking, today's heat in- index says it feels like a hundred degrees. Ask any New Yorker how they feel in this continued heat wave, and they say they would rather be the cracked egg in the hot pan than the "This is your brain on drugs" commercial. Because it seems cooler in that iron skillet than here, trapped in the concrete jungle, like a brownie pan left in the oven for hours, just burning the last bits of goodness until the only thing left is dry, brittle, and difficult to swallow. Not unlike a columnist, I know. These days, I spend more time in the shower or in the pool. I think I'll change the title of my column from Dear Abby to Dear Esther Williams. Sure, there's a, there's a cure for sweating. Stay inside. Never leave. Stop working out. Turn off the news. That would make anyone moist in the crotch and pits. There are several products on the market to alleviate sweating, but if you're a heavy sweater, suggest seeing a doctor. Or try dry salt. Not dry sole. That's my sister. Dry sole is a deodorant that combats heavy pig sweating. You know the type. Looks like an extra in the sinking of the Titanic, but all they've done is zip up their pants and suddenly they look like Ted Stryker flying the plane in the movie Airplane. Check out Dry Soul, then check out a doctor. Let me know how it goes. In the meantime, stay six feet away. Not because of the virus, because you're disgusting, Abby. My soul is not dry, goddammit, <laughs> but my martinis are proud. Well, I have a different answer that doesn't include anybody else but me. Oh, wait, that's not true. <laughs> I take that back. All right, here we go. Dear Soak, you, my dear, most likely have a condition called hyperhidrosis. It's a disease of the skin that causes excess sweating or... It sounds like an energy drink from 7-Eleven. Fret not. It's surprisingly common. Most people have, more people have it than you think. In fact, you're in good company. Some well-known hyperhydronians are Steve Carell, Halle Berry, and David Hasselhoff. Though I'm pretty sure Hasselhoff just sweats gin. This condition can cause a lot of embarrassment. I mean, look at all of Hasselhoff's career, damn it. I'd be sweating too if I starred in Anaconda 3. There's a lot of treatment options available today, thanks to all the women on the Upper East Side pouring cash into the Medispa field. I recommend consulting your GP and getting a referral. There are nerve-blocking medications, prescription creams, prescription antiperspirant. One of the most effective treatments for hyperhidrosis is my sister's favorite post-vodka bender pick-me-up, Botox. That's right, a few shots of botulinum toxin can stop even the heaviest sweater from perspiring. Unfortunately, no amount of Botox could have stopped Hasselhoff from making Nick Fury agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. I swear... Putting Hasselhoff into your film is like bringing the Grim Reaper to an ice cream social at a senior center. The story won't end well. Good luck, Sweaty McGrady, and happy toxing. Ian! I forgot that I brought you into this. Well, there you go. Yeah. 
cheap shots, but Botox. My friend uh, is a hypohydronian, and he had excessive pit sweating, which is a real pain because that would be. I'm so like aware of pit stains on a shirt. Yeah. Like that gets in the way of life. So he got Botox shots in his armpits and hasn't had a problem. Has to go back, get them huh. pretty frequently. But have you ever heard he of does? this? Yeah. He just gets like yes, a whole load of shots here. There's also, I think like a laser now that does it. I don't know. I'm learning from my two mm-hmm. girls on, on the skin show on Netflix. Nurse Jamie. She's got a lot of high-end lasers. If I worked in a Medi Spa, I they would have to fire me because they'd be like, "Can you please stop blasting lasers at every square inch of your body?" Just on like a <laughs> lunch break, they'd find me in one of the rooms with like one of them shot at my face. I, I got it. I got it. I'm fine. I don't need anybody. I can do it to myself. I mean, but then you'd be like Courtney Cox. You didn't know how far you'd gone until all of a sudden you're lips are touching in the back of your head and then you're renee zellweger right yeah but i haven't had anything done what are you talking about no no i kind of naturally look like this that's what that's the voice that matches the face that she has now that well that's the same voice that gwen stefani has because she has had so much fucking work done you don't even know who the hell she is just a girl in this world. I can't think of a better time for me to stop everything I'm doing and to make a hard left. I, I shouldn't have said hard. I shouldn't have said all of it is wrong. Okay. You know what it's time for instead? It's time. We're gonna we're gonna switch this up with a little song right now. Ready? Cleanse the palate. Give a little gargle. Uh, this is a Gwen Stefani specialty cocktail song. <laughs> it's time for specialty cocktail. Specialty, specialty drink. Specialty drink. Specialty gargle. I am still teething. I'm That's on the okay. I'm wearing a diaper. You're going to change me and <laughs> you're going to wipe me. Then we're my gonna fuck in my career. Stop it! No! <laughs> Ew! <laughs> oh, I got chills. I got chills. Yeah, oh, well, oh, oh, whatever's coming my way. I'm very excited for this one. This is Panther Sweat. Found online but not road tested yet by James Jules Ferris. Because it's so damn hot, I'm sweating into my eyes. And I don't know if I'm reading this recipe correctly. All right, for this, you need one ounce of tequila. Oh, God. Ready? Hold on to yourself. A half ounce of banana liqueur. Ooh. A half ounce of triple sec. And six ounces of grapefruit juice. Now, in a cocktail Mm. shaker, you mix all the ingredients, you add ice, you shake, and you pour into a Collins glass filled with ice. So, here's the tasting notes. Throughout my adult life, I always had tequila-based drinks in the dead of summer. Not any other time of the year. Weird, right? To keep that tradition going, I offer you a sweet little concoction that ticks the summertime tequila box. Ooh, box. Panther sweat. Why is it called that? Why not? You're mowing the lawn, you're working in the garden, you're doing outdoor yoga, you're just walking out to get the damn mail, and you're sweating like a goddamn panther. Damn it, people. You need relief, and it's found with booze, juice, and sweeteners all mixed together. So just mix, shake, pour, wipe your brow, drink, make a face, wipe again, and relax. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the panther sweat. 
It looks very interesting. It looks like a tequila sunrise. I'm bringing it up. It's like a little bit cloudy. It looks mm-hmm. a little, it looks healthy. It looks beefy. You know, there's something that's got, I don't know. I'm, a tequila. I like the, what, beefy? I like the banana. Oh, okay. I just had the worst sense memory of my life. I have never (laughs) experienced what people have talked about, which is when they taste something and it rips them back into a childhood memory. When I was in second grade, I got pneumonia. And they gave me a medicine that I had to take every day. And of course, because you're a kid, they're like, make it banana flavored. Kids love bananas. And I had a banana. They certainly love my banana. I'm in a crib with your banana. (laughs) I had a banana-flavored medication, and I swear to God it's in this cocktail. So everybody drink up, and you won't get pneumonia, which is very good in this day and age. But you might get herpes. But either way, you're going to need a cream. But look, I'm going (laughs) back in. It's bizarre. You do that, though. You're like, this is terrible. Every time. Every time I'm like, this is gross. It's interesting. Are you a tequila person? I occasionally, occasionally. I cannot do tequila shots. I have never been that person because it happened once in college and I saw my shoes come out my mouth. I was so sick. Because when you're in college, it's like you don't know your limit at all. And then people get you tequila shots and the next thing you know, you wake up in the middle of the quad with your pants down and your ass in a bucket of mud. Wow. It's weird, right? It's bizarre. It's like it adds a sweetness, but then there's sour with the grapefruit juice, which is not. It's interesting. I won't say it's it terrible, but I had the bad sense memory, and that only belongs to me. So if you want to try the Panther Sweat, I highly recommend somebody else aside from me trying it. Who knew banana liqueur would bring me right back to the terrible childhood? Maybe I just drank oh. banana liqueur when I was a kid. Maybe that's what I they gave was- me. Yeah, I thought it would just been like the moth report would have brought you back to a miserable childhood. Oh, it rips me back to a miserable childhood every week. Every week. She <laughs> talked about my feet. Come on. There's, there yeah. is a line that is crossed, and it happened here today. And now she's cut <laughs> off for at least well, a week because next week we have a very special guest. So everybody tune back in next week um, where our theme, I can tell you the theme, is television. Television. So definitely. And it's not. It's not. not TV VCR repair. It's television. Wouldn't that be great if that's who we got as a special guest, though? Alex Struthers? No, the TV VCR repair guy. Now, oh. let's talk about VCRs. You think they're coming back on? What about satellites? Should I invest in one? Television is the theme, and we have a very special guest next week, so be sure and come back again. So fucking excited. Dear Pod. And I'm going to come back for some banana liqueur because I'm doing it again. I'm doing the thing where I hate it and then I drink it. Oh, suck that down. Suck that banana down. Oh, take it down. Suck that banana down. I'll be over here in nursery school with a circle of paper and some safety (laughs) scissors. Who's got Crayola? Who's that knocking on my crib tonight? Who's that knocking on my crib tonight? Who's gonna take my diaper up tonight? Uncle Joe? What? What?